Hello, everyone. This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm so glad that you can join me on today. Um, today, I have a special treat for you. I have Miss Margaret, um, who owns Unique Cakes in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Um, uh, Miss Margaret, can you say hello to everybody? Hello. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, so we're going to begin a little bit of um, her story and um, what in- kind of inspired her to want to um, begin um, this business and where she started from, some of her ups and downs, and um, whatever she feels um, comfortable with sharing. Um, so, Ms. Margaret, can you give us a little bit of your background? Uh, well, I used to work at our local newspaper for about 12 years. I was the assistant circulation director, and um, I decided to try to step out on faith and do something on my own, because working for other people, it was, it was fun. But sometimes you just get that little feeling that you need to be doing something on your own that you really love. So I decided, and I started doing cakes, but um, you have batter sometimes left over when you're doing cakes. So instead of tossing it out, I decided to see how cupcakes would do in Pine Bluff. This was in 2006. Uh, I started with three flavors, and I went all the way up to 90-some flavors. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I had to go down because everybody had certain ones that they liked. And I could never get all of them done because everybody was asking for a certain one. So I said, okay, we'll just scale it down to what everybody likes. But um, I had ch- I have children. I have four children. And so I had to learn how to cook because I did not know before. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had to learn how to cook. My, my children's father bought me a cookbook because I did not know how to cook again. And uh, after getting that book, it's just gone from there. So um, once I decided to do the cupcakes, I would like go into the grocery store and look at ice cream. And um, uh, going into the grocery store, I would like pick up different flavors of ice cream, read the ingredients, and try to mimic a cupcake for one of those. Wow. And so that's how I got a lot of my flavors, you know, like Rocky Road, banana pudding, the turtle, and all that. And a lot of the candy bars I would look at and see what was in them. I didn't like my, one of my sisters sent me a cookbook in New York. She was so excited. I just don't like other people's recipes. I took it <laughs> and I just said, thank you. But really like to create my own. You like being creative. Yeah, I, I really don't want somebody else's. But I tell people, you know, it's okay to use a recipe, but you need to tweak it to make it your own. You can make it the way it is in the beginning to make sure you know what you're doing. And then you can make it your own. But I'm, I just like doing things, you know, completely off the wall. I'm kind of crazy. I think that I think that's awesome, like that you drew your inspiration from ice cream and different things that were already around you. Um, I'm kind of like a creative too. I don't like to come sometimes mimic what other people do, but I know sometimes you have to like um, do it. And I like that you um, said something about stepping out on faith, because that's one of the things that I um, um, I believe in. It's like when you get ready to do something, making sure that you, it's something that you're not only passionate about, but sometimes when you're passionate about those things, it, it takes um, stepping out on faith and believing that um whatever the purpose is that God has placed in your heart, that um, you're, he's put in you the ability to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you had to overcome was um, the fact that you didn't know how to cook. And now, um, <laughs> I think. <laughs> for the kids, I didn't. But after the kids, I didn't. 
but it's it's something that you have to overcome and then you own like your own bakery i think that's like so awesome so that lets people know that even though you can't do something now doesn't mean that uh but i think it's awesome that you know it just because you don't know how to do something now doesn't mean that you can't work to overcome it so i think that's awesome yeah because it's really weird because cooking was not my and when you have children you have to cook (laughs) and so they i would got really good at it because they didn't need anything out of a box. I gave them, I made their candy, their cinnamon rolls, their cookies, everything was homemade and they didn't eat anything out of the box. Like, it was like, it just came to me, you know. It was like a and hidden gift that you didn't know you yeah, had. Yeah, I did not know I had that because I was never interested in cooking. Oh, because I'm like, most people, like, if they don't know how to cook, they might go to the box. So the fact that you started with <laughs> Making everything from scratch, I think that says that says a lot too. It's funny, we're all back on that now. I'm like, so you said you began this in 2006. Mm-hmm. So, like, what has your journey been like um, from 2006 up until now, um, 2022? When I first started, I want to make sure um, we're getting picked up too. When I first started, you know, you have to build your clientele and people. So used to Walmart and Super One, and, um, I knew that mine was going to have to stand out in order for people to say, hmm, I think I want this instead of that. Not to say anything against Super One and Walmart, you know, grocery stores, because I've even bought them before, before I started baking. But I knew that in order to start a business and have a cake business or a cupcake business, you're going to have to stand out. You know, your, your stuff can be ordinary. So a lot of work went into it, you know, and it took a long time, like I said, to get the recipes together because some of the ingredients that I used, I actually used ice cream in some of my uh, cupcakes. I don't use any milk in anything because milk has no flavor. Oh, wow. So you just, in my opinion, you just, you're just eating a cupcake. So you have to put things in there that's going to make it taste exactly like what you say it is. So if I'm making a French vanilla cupcake, it needs to taste like vanilla ice cream, in my opinion. And so that's why I use all the different kinds of things. I can't give away all my secrets. I had so many different things, and I want it to taste like what I say. And you said you don't use milk. Because I was like, the cupcake that um, you let me try was really moist, and it was really good. And I think that anybody who comes in to um, try your cupcakes, I think they will really enjoy it. Um, that was my first time having it, and it was a treat to me, and so um, I appreciated that. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. But yeah, I just, I don't even think I started off with milk. I may have, but I know I changed because it just, it's like you just know you're eating a cup. It, it sounds to me like you, um, this is not only something that you do, it's something that you put, have put love and time into oh, it. Put love into it. You have to envision you know, enjoying it, the smiles, especially the little kids, you know, because the little kids see me in the grocery store, it's not me, it's the cupcake. If you don't have the, the love in your heart for people and peace of mind and enjoy what you're doing, in my opinion, it's just not going to turn out the way you think it should. Because you can't have, you know, this mind that's just not godly and, you know, create something that, you know, like that. So that's, that's my opinion. I know, that's me. I have to have that mind frame. When I'm making my cupcakes, I have to have a peaceful mind 
and, and for love for my customers and like, oh, they're going to love this. You know, that's, that's so epic. I'm just listening to you talk. I know I know you were talking about cupcakes and baking and different things, but I'm just um, thinking about like um, different things that, you know, it can apply to so many other areas. Like um, you have to have a love for it and because that love shines through. And so um, thinking about just like different things that I'm trying to get accomplished and making sure that, you know, it can that what you said just can apply to so many different areas. And I think that that's awesome wisdom for anybody to receive. And you have um, to enjoy what you're doing. It's a lot of work. I have... 14, 15, sometimes 16 hour days. And so you, you have to love what you're doing. Because, and you get tired, but it's the fact that once you do it and you see it, and people come in and you know you see their faces, and it's, I have such, my customers, God said, I, I just, on Facebook, randomly thank God for my customers because they are just, amazing they really are i mean during covid when covid first hit they were like you can't you can't close you can't close you can't close they were sending me money bringing me money they were just they were just trying to keep me afloat i mean and it's just they were just wonderful that's awesome that's awesome when people take that step because they love what you do and they um, are willing to still invest in you because i know covid kind of sent some businesses through a storm and so um the, the fact that you sowed those seeds in the beginning with your customers, and so when you went through that, God still sustained you. Um, that's a blessing. I yeah, would definitely say. I, I thank God for them all the time because for everybody that walks through that door. And customer service is one of my main pet peeves. If you can't, uh-uh, you have you can't treat people. Expect them to come in here. That's not right. You you treat them, you know, like they're the best thing that walked through that door every day, even if they. If they're not having a good day, <laughs> when they walk out of here with your cupcakes, they should feel better, you know. And that's why I play gospel music all day, and I try to keep that atmosphere calm and relaxing. And um, the customers, they it's funny because some of them will sing along with the with the music. Where sometimes <laughs> we're both up there at the, at the register singing along with the music, and it just it just makes you feel like you've accomplished something that day when you see all these people with smiles and they come in and they're it's smiling, they're smiling, they're smiling. You know, I get hugs. We have prayer walls that you can come in and, and write your name or whatever you want to be prayed for. I'm on my third wall. I've got to get another one because they fill up so fast. You know, people just come in, they just start writing, you know. And um, so I have to keep in mind we have a ladies prayer group and when someone comes in with something really really serious you know we are calling and it just goes through everybody you know call this person call this person call this person because if i put your name up there i want to make sure you prayed for that's mm -hmm. awesome so it sounds like to me you also this is not just a business for you it also has turned into some form of ministry for you that is to kind of motivate it is because i don't get a lot of time to go out so we keep gospel tracks all the time i have a marriage study that i cannot keep when i once i put it out people who've been married for years they take it and you know it's a good study for you because it's just people just don't really realize and i know i didn't what it takes to be married it's a lot and that study has, has helped so many people in all the tracks and 
you know, people come in and sometimes they want to pray with me or want me to pray for them or we'll hold hands and we'll pray. You know, it's it's like coming home to grandma. You know? <laughs> Everybody likes to go to grandma's house. Yeah. <laughs> and I um if um um, those who have been listening to the podcast know that one thing that I advocate all the time on my podcast is um, prayer. I believe in the power of prayer. And it's so it's so important, especially like um, in business and doing different things that we maintain prayer lives because um, there's just different seasons that you go through, even in even in your personal life and business life. And so um, the fact that you're meeting that with prayer, I, I think that's awesome. And I think that's a way to live victorious um, and also help, help others to live victorious lifestyle. So. Um, I think that's awesome what you're doing. And you're located right here in downtown Pine Bluff. And um, when did you when did you first locate here to um, downtown? Well, I was on the end of Main Street. Um, that's where I started. And I got here, I want to say maybe three or four years before COVID hit, something like that. Um, I think that's maybe three or four years before COVID hit. And then I've been down here and my landlady, um, was trying to get me to come down here for the longest and uh finally I came down and looked at it and she she's just uh she's so sweet she just helped me you know through COVID we kind of like they help each other you know but she's she's been really good she's she's neat I like her she's just sweetheart so she kind of um convinced you to come on this yeah, way Awesome, because um, I know that um, there's a there's a push for um, businesses to come downtown, and I know that um, downtown has kind of like um, you said three or four years before COVID hit, and I would say downtown was kind of like it's not the most right now it's not the most booming area, and so um, but I know that there is a they're um, doing a rebuild, and so and I'm I'm, I'm hoping and I'm, I'm believing that God is going to help with the rebuild process, and it, it helps to have businesses like yours um, that are kind of like. Uh, Hopefully, help encourage others to kind of um, be a part yeah, of that. Yeah, I've had um, several young people who have come to me uh, for advice on opening, you know, businesses. And you know, hey, I want them to succeed. I tell them everything I know, you know, to get them started. I've helped uh, one business uh, when I don't think they were quite open. They were in the middle of getting their getting together, and they were getting ready to get inspected. And I. To make sure, you know, that they passed, um, and whatever they needed or asked or whatever, because I'm not, I can't make cupcakes for everybody in Pine Bluff. So if that's what you want to do, that's what you do, you know, or whatever your passion is. And and we as as us, you know, I mean, um, we have got to stop being petty and realize that we have to help one another. We have to look out for one another and stop worrying about, you know, what your business is doing. Just, you know, concern, be concerned with your own, treat your customers the way they should be treated, live your life for God, do what we can for others, and not, not worry about it, because what's for you, you will get it. If that's not for you, then you're not going to get it. And I, I would Probably never be rich. I want to be rich. I can't do what I love. You know, watch the children grow up. I've done their parents' weddings. Then I've done their 
baby showers, and sometimes the baby's first cupcake. And when they go to school, they're at their graduation, their sweet 16, and then they graduate college and go, some of them even come back, you know, just to see me. And, you know, so that's what I'm looking forward to. I'll have to call them that. That's what makes it for me, you know, you gotta love what you do, and you gotta love people. Because without them, gonna make it. Your customers are very important. I've been in customer service ever since I was about 16. And when you go somewhere and you walk into a business and people act like they don't see you, that is not good. That's not good at all. You know, even if I'm busy in the back, I'm gonna, I'll be right there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you know that I recognize you and I don't want you in here forever if you're in a hurry I'm going to try to get pushed up as fast as I can but the main thing is recognize your customers treat your customers with respect you know let them know that you appreciate them because they don't have to walk through your door and if you don't know how to treat them they may never walk through your door again so they are they are very important to your business and you have to let them know that they are important and that you appreciate them. Even the little people. They're your future customers. You're right. They are. Don't ignore them. I think what you're saying is um, you you said a lot uh, um, um, a lot in a little bit in a little little bit of um, time space and I think I think what you're saying is like um, so awesome because it's so important um, especially as a business for you to see your customers because then that's how you know um, what to do and how to better service them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and um, push pause on it so you can um, go ahead and serve your customers. Okay, so we're. Um, we're back on here. Miss Margaret just finished serving um, a customer that she had since she was, you said, what? A, a little girl. That's awesome. You have great customer service. Um, I think it's awesome, too, because uh, I'm sitting here and I wanted to come and do an interview with you. And I'm just like, I feel um, I feel like you've been, you, you're inspiring me, um, especially starting out. So I think that's um, sometimes you um, don't realize how much of a blessing just a simple, just coming and talking to people is until you um, sit down and speak with them. So um, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that um, everyone is um, getting this message too, because um, it's, it's it's definitely inspirational to me. Yeah, inspirational to me. Um, uh, I think. Um, let me. See, do you? Be, well, let's see if I'm going to ask you some of these questions that are over here. Do you, are you originally from Pine Bluff? Mm-hmm. Born, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So you've seen how the city has evolved over time. Yeah, I remember when it was just like the place to be. Really? Even during the week. Now, I was young, like teenage, but I still remember. I didn't didn't do the Saturday Night Live, (laughs) but I remember this was like the place to be. Pine Bluff was the place to go, you know? And it was just like, it was so neat. It really was. We had newsstands, stands, you know, the black doctors down at the Masonic Temple. We had, oh God, I can't even remember everything we had. It was just, nothing was vacant. Everything, every building had something. And people were always back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it's, I miss that. And I, I really do hope it comes back. But it was just so 
I lived in the country. Okay. And I didn't go to town often because there were so many people. But <laughs> but when I did, it was just amazing. Me thinking this was the big city. To me, it was because there were so many people and so many businesses, so much going on. Pine Bluff was, was just it. And I really hated it when it started to to die down and I'm just I hope I'm still here when it comes back up. I hope so too. I hope so too. Um, um, I know someone was telling me about you from a, another city. Um, they was talking about your um, your bakery. Um, from where? Um, well, she I met her in Conway, oh, and so okay. she was um, telling me about your bakery and um, and how it was downtown. And she said you had closed during COVID, so I'm not really sure. No, we didn't uh, close. It was slow with all of us. We didn't close. We hung in there. We, we didn't have a lot of foot traffic, but we had orders, you know, and, and along with my customers that, you know, were helping me out financially. We stayed open. Okay. She probably uh, came she on. She may have thought we did. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people thought we did because it was so, it was tough. So a lot of people thought this. Did you ever close? I'm like, no, we can close. We're hanging in there. So. Yeah. And it's, it's good to see that you still are left standing. Um, I'm going to... Um, Go ahead, and um, I'm hoping to see the city come back up, too. I was born and raised here, too. Oh, it's a Probably got some, some important calls coming in now. <laughs> I'll call them back. We're actually on location with Miss Margaret at her bakery, so um, um, if you're hearing any noise or anything like that, because she's um, still working while still trying to um, help me out with my podcast interviews, um, and so um, she's not just um, just talking. She's actually living it now. Um, and helping, uh, <laughs> helping, helping us out. Um, and I appreciate that so much. Yeah, it takes a um, special kind of heart um, to do something like that. It does. And I, um, I appreciate your heart and sharing your heart with us on today. And um, I remember I grew up in Pamela. I know you're like older than me, but uh, um, what I've seen from when I was just a youth, um, I know used to being able to go to the mall and I remember singing as a youth and like the, and the different um, things that they had, the back to school events and, uh, to see how it has like evolved over time has kind of a little bit a little bit saddening. It is, I will. It's a lot sadness. But I'm so hopeful that I'm seeing like the rebuild and how different initiatives have um, taken um, root and trying to rebuild and people like you being willing to relocate and help to um, mm-hmm. revive the city. I think that's awesome. So yeah, um, I think uh, I'm not even going to say what, but I just have like a lot of people. Uh, come in and they want to do different things like for schools and uh, two ladies came in today for the UAPB ladies basketball team and and they left some flyers here and people always want to leave flyers for different events that they're having and um, I do a lot of donating to different things that people are doing. It's just you can't just take all the time you have to give something to so I, I don't mind. I, I really enjoy it, especially if it's involving kids, because our kids need to be busy. And when they're like having these summer things going on, and they they need something from whoever, you know, I don't have a problem with donating a bunch of cupcakes to them, or <laughs> you know, just whatever. You know, you, you put back. You know, don't just take all the time because you know you, you love your city and you love the people in your city and you want to do something for these for the people in your city. 
so yeah, make sure y'all remember that that giving is also a part of um, living victoriously. <laughs> so if you're um, if you're um, lo- if you're local to Palm Bluff or you're um, near the city, make sure you come downtown and um, check out Unique Cakes with Miss Margaret. Um, I'm pretty sure you'll be greeted with love because she puts love into what she do. Um, and I've seen that, especially listening to her, seeing her listen to her talk. Um, I hope that um, you all will be also encouraged to um, live by faith and walk by faith and whatever it is that God has purposed in your heart to do that. Um, you will continue to seek him and um, use whatever he gives you to also honor and glorify him as well. Um, and I, I appreciate your time, Ms. Margaret. And on um, the Victoriously Anointed podcast, we usually do an end in prayer just to kind of speak life over our listeners and um, those who um, support the podcast. So we're gonna I'm going to go ahead and close this out with a prayer. And remember, Ms. Margaret's bakery. Um, can you give an address so they can know exactly um, where? It's 214 West Barack Street. It's pronounced barbecue in Pondwell, but it's like just before you get to our courthouse. It's right, yes, exactly. The, the courthouse. So if you get a little bit lost, just come where the courthouse is and just drive on down and you will see it. Yeah, look for a big cupcake swing on the building. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And I hope that you guys will come and um, show some support and let her know that you learned about her on Lynn Stacy Studios Victoriously Anointed Podcast. Okay. Yeah, tell them to let, let me know and we'll, we'll take care. They will take care of you, okay? (laughs) Um, So we're going to go ahead and close this podcast with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for just allowing Miss Margaret to share her blessing with us, Lord God, and being a blessing, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you just continue to uh, um, bless her life and allow her to grow in ways that she never thought possible, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that you just open doors uh, for her, Lord God, and we thank you, Lord God, for allowing her to be able to speak life into the um, inspiration, into the um, lives of the listeners, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that you would just show yourself to be um, who you are, God, and you are um, the everlasting Father. You are love, Lord Jesus, and we thank you Lord God, for allowing a business to be an example of your love, God. We thank you, Lord God, for just blessing um, those who have listened today and allowing them to be inspired, Lord God, to do whatever it is you have put in their heart and purpose in their heart to do. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And we just um, encourage you to go forth and be blessed. You have just tuned in to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with Lynn Stacy. You can go on various podcast platforms such as Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, and listen in. You can also go on Facebook or Instagram and follow at Lynn Stacy Studios. If today's podcast has been a blessing to you, please share and remember to go forward and be blessed.